Thank you for listening to a message from the Bowden Church of Christ. For more information, visit www.bowdenchurchofchrist.com. That's www.bowdenchurchofchrist.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Bowden Church of Christ. We pray that this message is a blessing to you and helps you to serve God and find satisfaction in Him alone. And now, our speaker. Good evening, everyone. It's good to see you. If you have your Bibles, open them up to the book of Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4, that'll be the text that we'll consider for just a moment tonight. Philippians chapter 4. I don't know how many times this has happened to you, but I cannot number the amount of times that it's happened to me. And it's happened just recently, and so that's why it's on my mind, and that's why it'll be the subject of what we're going to talk about tonight. I don't know why it is, but as humans, sometimes we are unconscious of the things that happen around us until that thing is on our mind. Now, let me give you an example. Morgan and I have gone through the process one or two times of looking for a new vehicle. And you know what that process is like. You begin to do research, try to find what's reliable, what meets the needs that you have as an individual, maybe as a family. Morgan and I are slowly beginning to accept that one day I will be a minivan dad. I get that. And so we have looked at those. Well, what happens when you do that? You begin to think about buying a vehicle and you spot one that you like and then you start seeing it everywhere. I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but you see something that you like and you begin to see that car everywhere you go. There is something about us as humans that when something's on our mind, we recognize it. If it's not on our mind, it may go by unconsciously. I remember growing up in Alabama, one of the running jokes was when you drove through the state of Alabama, you would often see the Alexander Shannara billboards. Now, being from Georgia, I don't know how many of you are familiar with Alexander Shannara, but he is probably one of the most famous uh, attorneys in the state of Alabama, and he covers a lot of like the, uh, he does like the, you know, the lawyer infomercials where it's like, you know, if you've been hurt, call me Alabama. Well, I never really notice his billboards until I see one. And once I see one of them, I see a hundred of them. When something comes to our mind, we begin to see it more readily. Now, that can be both a good thing and a bad thing as humans. In a spiritual sense, that can also be a good thing or a bad thing. For instance, if my mind is set on thinking on things constantly that are divisive, if, I, if my mind is set on thinking on things all the time that are controversial, if my mind is always set on thinking on things that people disagree about or things that cause me anxiety, guess what I'm going to start seeing everywhere I go? things that are controversial, things that cause me anxiety, things that frustrate me. However, if I set my mind on good things, if I set my mind on things like unity and love and compassion, instead of seeing those things, I began to see unity and love and compassion. We as people, when we set our mind on things, we begin to see it everywhere. I think that's what Paul had in mind in Philippians chapter 4 
when he, beginning in verse 4, said this. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Now, if on my mind I always have the idea of rejoicing, of being joyful or satisfied in God, then I'm going to see opportunities to find that satisfaction. If I always see following the Lord as a burden, as something that causes me to, to leave things behind, and I can't do this, and I can't do this, I will always see the things I can't do. So he says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about everything, but, if, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds. See, when I set my mind on the right things, and I began to look at life through the right lenses, my heart and my mind becomes guarded, verse 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things. You know, the Bible tells us in no uncertain terms the necessity of being careful what I let in because what I let in makes me into who I will be. I want to share with you just a few verses that uh, center around the idea of what I let into my heart. You remember Psalm 119 and verse 11. We quote that verse a lot. David said, Your word, Lord, have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. What am I constantly putting inside of my heart? What am I paying attention to? Proverbs 4 and verse 23, keep your heart with all vigilance. You remember, because from your heart flow the issues of life. It is out of the heart that the well of life is flowing, Proverbs 4, 23. Proverbs 17 and verse 22, a joyful heart is good medicine. And we could go on and on reading these verses. The point I want to make to you in uh, the environment we're living in, in the culture we're living in, in the time we're living in, is that we become what we pay attention to. When you want a new car, you start to see that car everywhere. And as Christians, when we want to see the good, compassionate, positive, and blessings of an opportunities in front of us, we'll begin to see those. All it determined is where I've set my mind. So my question to you tonight is very simple. What have you set your heart to? What have you set your mind to? What are you meditating on? What are you focusing on? Is it those things that are good and noble and true and just? Or is it those things that are bad and frustrating and anxiety-ridden? What am I setting my heart to? Maybe you need to reset your heart. Maybe you need to reset your focus. Maybe we collectively, together, need to reset our focus on God and to set our mind to think on those things that are right and just and joyful and those things which we can find satisfaction in God. If you need something tonight in terms of your soul, if you need to set your focus by returning to God, if you need to change your focus from living for the world and living to the Lord, make that known tonight. Maybe you need to obey the gospel. Maybe that's how you need to reset your heart and focus on the right things tonight. Whatever the case may be, if you have a need, please come as we stand.